0: Okay, so we're going to go in three, two, one. Lions Lounge Lockdown, episode 56. We're going back to the 90s. Phil Barber. Phil, thanks for joining us, mate. No problem, mate. Nice to meet you. Finally tracked you down. Not on social media, as we just discussed. No, I don't do social media. I don't. Too difficult. I want to keep myself low, low to the ground. Move in the shadows, mate. What a good friend always yeah. told me, move in the shadows.
2: Exactly, yeah, exactly. Um,
0: Talking about moving in the shadows, though you made a very big move in 1991 because you left uh, the neighbours just up the road, Crystal Palace, and you joined Millwall Football Club. Four years mm-hmm. at the club, 110 games, 12 goals. How did that move to Millwall come about? Um, it was it was a strange one, really. I was obviously at Palace
2: playing. Um, they were talking to me about a new contract, and then I got home from training one one afternoon and the phone my house phone rang because you don't have mobiles then and there's steve Coppel saying that millwall wanted to sign you um and it virtually happened within five hours i think of me going down met my me agent in the black prince hotel down the 80s 80, the a2
0: bexie village and then, yeah,
2: and then drove down to new Alton.
0: and it was all done and dusted all by the medical within about three or four hours yeah, you was, you, were, you come through um, the non-league into Palace. You played a lot of games for Palace as well, over 200 appearances, a few goals yeah. as well. So you already had a great career by the time you come to Mealwalk. Was it Bruce Riot uh, signed you. Would have been Bruce, wouldn't it? Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was going to leave that question as a clean slate because, it's, as I said before we've been on air, it's all positive, this this podcast. But okay. Everyone that's come on has said, oh, Bruce Riot, what a wanker.
2: Yeah, 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 he was, was different. Uh, I never knew. I, ne- I never, I don't know. He's probably listened to. It. I never know how he got the Arsenal job, to be honest. After he left, like he got set, he got set by us, and I don't know how he got the Arsenal. Yeah, he was, he was okay, but I just, I don't know. He, he was like, I think he had an army background, and a bit mm. sergeant majorish. Everything he done, and just didn't, didn't like him. I've had, I've had, good career. And I've only I've only fallen out with two managers in my life now, both Scottish, him and Joe
0: Jordan. So that was me and the Scots. I don't like anyway. So that was Bristol City thrown out earlier. Only that's Bristol City when he Joe Jordan later on.
2: Yeah, yeah, but yeah. he was he was, that was the only reason that I didn't like it. Then he was he was far too in front of his time. Like I used to play in the age where you play on a Tuesday night and then you go and play golf on a Wednesday. But he'd have you in for a warm down, all that sort of stuff, and he'd get you all together and have lasagna. Lasagna on a Friday because he was in Italy, wasn't he? So he learned all his trade in Italy. Oh, he tried right. to bring, yeah, he tried to bring it over to to England. But I say, as me as a player, from when I started, Wednesday was your day off. That was your golf day. So yeah. having to train on the Wednesday, I just didn't didn't get my head
0: around that. So, but never mind. Yeah, he yeah. was. Oh, we'll go back to your stuff in a minute, but I'm on the subject. Joe Jordan wasn't he the one that got headbutted by Catuso? Why, he why he was assistant to Harry Redknapp, I'm sure, at Spurs. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: He was, he, yeah, he's just, he was,
2: I, I just, just probably me in the Scots, so that's probably
0: why. Oh, Never go to
2: Scotland much either.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> so that's off the holiday destinations for, for next no. year. So I'm going this year, so I'm going this year. Oh, so, going for the golf. Going for the golf.
2: Oh, Not fair
0: enough. So yeah, looking high. Moving back to um, moving back to Bruce. So if you were saying he was, you know, he wasn't for you. Why did you sign for Millwall at the time? Was there other already Do you want to know the true facts? Oh, absolutely. So what were you? for the money. Fair enough.
2: Yeah. it was. I wasn't playing much at Palace, and I was 25, 26. and they offered me more money. They were in division lower. I was playing in the division one. They offered me more money, and I, I thought I, I want to be playing. Mm. Someone offered me money to be playing. That's the reason why. And also, I could still live where I was and get to the group, travel to Millwall. So yeah. that wasn't a problem either. So yeah,
0: that's the main reason why. Yeah, it's yes, fair enough. Mate. And I always say as well, like to players, if you ain't had to move around too much in your career, it must mean you're half decent because you can command like where you're going. So obviously that, the upheaval, people might go, "Oh fucking, what, what do you mean for the money?" But you, you're a man, you've got a family, you've got yeah. to look after, you, you know, you ain't got to move your kids or etc. out of school. It fits perfectly, doesn't it? Yeah. You say it's not, not like then where, where now the people earn the money and they're
2: made for life. Ours was only like sometimes like short career because mm. he was only, I was only signing like 18 month contracts. I think mm. The most, the longest contract I signed was my second contract at Mill, which was three years. Mm. Everything else was like two years, 18 months. So he was always playing to try and get yourself. Another contract, whereas now they get these four or five year contracts, picking up eighty, ninety grand or, a grand a week, and then and they're still tired. But yeah, that's the thing. you was just, <laughs> you just, you just, you was playing. He was playing. You need to be playing to get a contract, um, and that's what we was doing. He was playing for contracts.
0: Yeah. If you you're playing in this day and age, mate, you probably have your own golf course by now. But
2: yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I've been. T- t- I don't know. I was. I was happy to. I say to everyone, I was like, oh, you going to know all the money and that sort of stuff. I enjoyed playing because I enjoyed playing football and it was like a job and I didn't have lots of money, but we could do things, we could play the game, we could go into the players bar after the game, have a pint with the supporters, have a chat, they would give you a stick and whatever, and but and if you went out for a drink in the evening and you was, you, you bumped into it again, they'd buy you a pint, that's the thing. There was, there was, yeah, there was, I enjoyed it more because of that sort of thing, yeah, mm. you, you you could go and go and go and live a life. You're not under the public spotlight all the time. You could do anything you wanted and whatever. And if you want to go for a beer, no, and take a fight. With you and say, "Oh, you're Thursday night, you're going for a beer." Yeah.
0: You just you just come with it. So yeah, yeah. So about your interactions there with Millwall fans, it's a question I was going to ask you. And nice you've been honest. You said you want to know the truth. So yeah, it was a question I want to know as well. You signed for Mill, well, obviously from Palace. Obviously, there's a rivalry. Was What was it like at first? Did you ever feel that you sort of shook that tag of Palace off? Or not?
2: Um, I, I don't know. I don't think I ever would. But I know this is another story going along the way. I remember playing for Palace when I first moved down, And I must have been 85, 86. And um, I think John Fashion was playing for Millwall and yeah. Mickey Joy was playing for us. And Mickey Joy chinned Fash. And put him down, got sent off, and moves down the 10. And we won 2 1. I scored, and I went running to Palace ground to the half away. That's where the Palace fans used to be, yeah. not knowing that for that game, the Millwall fans were in the half away. So as I've gone running towards them, about 50 or 60 people have come running over the top. So I've gone running the other way. So yeah, I don't, yeah, it's just, um, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, it was, it was always going to be hard because of the rivalry, um, mm. trying to win them over, trying to. Trying to prove you were a good player. Um, yeah. uh, that was probably the hard part. But mm. I, I don't know. There's been quite a few, over the years now. There's been quite a few that have gone. Yeah, Ricky Newman, Bobby Barry is yeah, the Yeah, so yeah, so Jamie Morley, yeah, Pikey please. went, Pikey went that way to, um, of course, Andy Robs. Yeah, to, to Palace. So there's there's more
0: it goes on more and more now, So I think there's seven miles between the clubs. So not far in distance, but what's the difference between Palace and Millwall? Right? is it is it a lot different or similar? As in, support like the atmosphere, the fan base. I think probably now
2: Palace is the better one because they've got all the ultras there. I haven't been to the Den, but in my day, it was totally different because going to the old Den, they were virtually on the they were virtually on the pitch with you. So the atmosphere was 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 much much better. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so for atmosphere-wise, as a player, playing at the old Den was just,
0: if you're playing well, the team was doing well, Was was brilliant. Yeah, we did have some good times, mate, at Den. But going back to the first season, not such a good time. I mean, personally, you did well. You played um, 26 games, scored four goals. Not mm-hmm. bad at all. But it was the second season for Bruce Rioch, And in the first season, we lost out in the playoffs to Brighton. So I think this season, the level of expectation was there. But it just didn't really happen, did it? I think we come 15th that year. Yeah, I know it was it was, it was it was strange. I think I, st- I know I started off well because my first game at New
2: Delhi scored twice. We started off well, um, and then we had a few bad results. And I don't know, I don't know actually how many games he lasted, Bruce. Quite a few. Yeah, he then I played. I don't know how many played. I might have played eight or nine, and then that's when he turned funny with me. And I didn't I didn't. I started playing reserves. Um, and then oh, really? I, yeah, I said he dropped me. Um, it was good because the reserve team coach was Ian Evans and I was at Palace. So, yeah, it's football's a funny thing. Football's mostly about confidence. If you're confident, you are know, confident, then it shows in your game. Mm. I think he drained all the confidence out of me. So, it was quite nice to go back into that reserves with, with Tap. He knew what I was doing and how I could play. Um, and then so I was playing six or seven games, and all of a sudden, he called me back into the first team out of the blue. Been nowhere near the first-team squad. We went down to Bristol Rovers, and I played, well, I don't know why. I, mean, but I think it was long after that he got sacked. So that's where Mick took over.
0: It sounds like quite a, like a bit of a strange one from the start, because you met him straight away, didn't really take to him. And, mate, you're, you are not alone in that, believe me. Yeah. You you come straight into the side. Um, your debut, I think, was... Um, so I'm just going to check it. Your debut was Middlesbrough 1, the opening day of the season. Lost 1-0. And then you said you scored a couple... Next game, Sunday at home, one four-one. You should so, um,
2: two? Two, yeah, yeah. And then I played we played a few games after that and we did my beam. But he brought quite a few he brought me in, he brought Ma- Mark Falco in, he brought quite a few experienced players in. Um and sometimes it takes it takes quite a while for everything to knit, doesn't it? And it didn't knit. And yeah. Um so you look at things, he did bring. He bought, I'm sure he bought Coop today, Colin Cooper. I thought he brought him. He did bring some good players in, yeah. We had some good um, players Paul Kirk, yeah.
0: was not Ian Bogey,
2: yes, yeah, right, yeah, yeah.
0: So, it was what, just, was he, uh, what was the fallout over? Do you, do you remember why or just got fun of you? No, do I
2: just, uh, I think I found it difficult because I've been to Palace for seven years, so mm. they knew how I'd played and how I wanted to play and that sort of stuff, and then, um. Obviously, when you take over, he wants to try to do different things. Mm. Maybe I wasn't good at doing the things he wanted me to do. Um, but then I say once he went and it all changed with Mick. It was the following
0: season was totally different. Yeah. I don't have a finger on it. Well, he sort of just it just gets even stranger because if he's the manager, and comes to a club and you're already there. Hmm. Then, you know, you try and get the players there to play the way that you want them to play. But if he hmm. brought you in, why is he trying to do things that you know you're not capable of? Was, you, yeah.
2: yeah, Yeah, we, we just played. It was, no disrespect to Palace, we didn't play a lot of football. We just hmm. smashed it into the corners and got crosses in for Brighton, right, and they scored lots of goals where he wanted to play football and I didn't hadn't played proper not called proper football because part of our coaching session at Palace was how many times you could put the ball into the corners of the pitch. Mm. And that's what he was going for—long uh, throws and uh, corners, that sort of stuff. So it's a totally different way of playing football that I'd been used to, really. Because yeah. we we're actually keeping the ball on the floor and trying to pass the thing, which we, we do a little bit of Palace, but not a lot, to be honest. We did play some, nice, some nice stuff under Bruce, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. But I so say it was just—it was just—it was just. I've just, just found him strange. I don't know. I can't put my thing on it. And I think, as you say, I'm not the only person that found him. Yeah
0: been quite strange. That's um that one you just you've enlightened me there as well with um Ian Evans because obviously mm. he's gone everywhere with Mick McCarthy, didn't he? I didn't realise yeah. that Mick probably then met him at Millwall, didn't he?
2: Yeah, yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah, because uh, I know Staff was at Palace and he went to Manage Swansea, and I didn't even know he was there then when I started and then he obviously when I first started training, then he turned up. So um and I say anyway, I played and yeah. he's probably better. When he took
0: over with me, because he knew the way the way the game suited me, to be honest. It was funny because you just mentioned Mark Falco and I've made notes and I always ask a player about, you know, maybe sort of random players for like obscure players from your time at the club. And one of them was Mark Falco. I've got three names written down. Mark Falco, John Calhoun, and Chris Armstrong. I remember Armstrong a bit, but I say I was about 13 at this time. So John Calhoun, I think he was he was I've got up car, up, about and him. yeah. He came from hearts, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, like? I was, I've been thinking my
2: brain's were now single remember Bruce Murray, remember him? Yeah, Bruce, yeah, Big American. And then Etienne Revere came to me today for some reason. So yeah, it's just yeah, I'm yeah, John Calhoun, yeah, I even forgot about him.
0: Um well, Etienne yeah. come, well, Etienne's been on the show. This is so random. Okay. Looked for him yeah. for years again, didn't have social media, and a Millwall fan that watches this channel was in a chiropractor or something like that in in Amsterdam and Etienne okay. Revere was sitting in there. So he, he okay. I've interviewed him, but yeah, well, he yeah. He seemed to. I think um, Aidan Davidson said that he stayed with him for quite a while as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, he, he, said said, yeah. he stayed with you, did he? Yeah. But I was just I was, yeah, it was just I say, but yeah, to, I totally forgot about John Calhoun. Yeah, that was that was. It was like a little Scottish right winger type player, wasn't he? Yeah yeah. So, yeah. yeah, but. It, it's just because I remember a lot when we, when I first got there it was all the Bolton boys like McGinley, John McGinley was down there, yeah. Keith Brannigan, um, who Bruce had at Bolton with him. So um, yeah, but it, you just, when you sort of start randomly start throwing names, yeah, just imagine the amount of people that were there and uh, who you played with. Yeah, play with, yeah. Um, yeah. Right, what's this John, about
0: Etienne, Etienne steak with you? Me, like yeah. me. I yeah, he we, stayed with you for a while.
2: No, 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 no. It's, it's just um, no. He was, he was, yeah. He just, he was too good for us at one stage because he's, uh, he's so skillful. Um, yeah, yeah. But he was at Ajax or somewhere like that, and came mm. over and
0: he done all right. Yeah, but I think it was too physical for him. So yeah, be mm. physical, be physical. So, what players were you were you closest to like in the squad? Friends, friends uh, probably the
2: old ones, though, like Dawsey. I still see Dawsey now and again. Well, we try and play golf once a month if you can but I can't because his knees are shot and my hip shot so I saw him about three weeks ago it's just the old boys like Rhino um, that sort of the old boys stick together and the youngsters, stick, the, the young boys stuck together so yeah mm. it, was, it was good but as I say there
0: was characters then wasn't there yeah, the yeah definitely mm. definitely mate we'll move on to that actually a little bit more um, more extensively in a minute but we're going to talk just quickly wrapping Bruce up about the day he was sacked 6-1 away at Pompey he was on the bench that day. I'm not sure if you remember it or what was said, or how uh, you heard about him getting a sack? And obviously, was probably relieved, judging by what you've told me so far.
2: Yeah, I don't remember the six one, but no, I, I was on the bench was I? Okay. Well, my fault then. That's something. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I just think if you didn't, if you I don't know. Did, I didn't get on him. I don't know how many players actually didn't like him. So, if you're not, if you're not, if you're not pulling for the manager, then. It shows on the pitch, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Of course,
2: um yeah. Because like Steve Harrison, who's his coach, he got set down he, halfway, bef- just before. We want to talk about that. Well, John, um, John,
0: John Goodman's enlightened us in that in great detail. That that, that uh, story. It, it switch away. Hey. It switch away. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. So yeah. Involving a wardrobe and a cup.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, so that was that was. But was, he was good for the team because he was another character. And he was funny. And we sort of lost him. And then it was just Bruce and Dixie McNeil was his little sidekick. Um, it was a, it was a little, little bloke, little Scottish bloke. Much
0: Scottish. A
2: Scottish connection yeah. again. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. But yeah, it was just, I, said, I don't remember the 6 1, but obviously, once once that was getting in, then, yeah, no, then so once
0: you go, we didn't know who was taking over. And luckily yeah. for, for us, it was Mick. So, what was, I always ask this question as well to people: what was, what was that transition like from Mick being your teammate to then becoming your boss sort of thing?
2: I, oh, to be honest, I didn't. I didn't. He was like a. He'd been there. He'd been there for. He was a legend, wasn't he, Mick? We're hmm. in Ireland and whatever. I didn't really ta- not take to him, but I didn't really speak to him because I don't know why I didn't. But as soon as he, he sort of kept himself not. Much, but he kept himself to himself. Um, but as soon as he became manager, he became more interactive with everyone. Um, and he sort of lightened up, and it was good. It was good, it oh, was really? good. So, become more of a
0: character when he got them, yeah, he no,
2: yeah. He, yeah away from he sort of like when I got there, he was there, and uh, I knew all about him and paid for Ireland so many times, but I didn't really get 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 in touch with him or didn't speak to him much. Yeah. So, same so was just, like because Dorsey. I lived in so, so, me and Dorsey used to come in together anyway. So, I was just close to Dorsey, really. Uh, and, and, the, and Rhino and all the older boys. And sort of Mick kept himself to himself. And then, let's say, as soon as he came up, because he appointed Taff and whatever, become a lot, the, yeah, the whole atmosphere of the club changed, I think. Mm. What was Rhino like? Was, was he like a leader even then? Uh, was, yeah, it was just, it's like, like his first words to me. I remember coming, from, like, training. Finished training, he had the big baths and showers, not like my name's Keith, he went, How much you want? He went. That was his first words. <laughs> yeah, but he was a legend, wasn't he? Right now, he like he just yeah. he'd run for anything. He'd run for a bit walls in the club, wouldn't he? So but it was good. He was a tough, tough player, but he was a good player as well. Mm-hmm. People don't realise that. He he's quite skillful. Very skill, in fact. Did you
0: tell him the truth when he asked you how much he was off?
2: No, no, don't tell anyone that.
0: Right, right on all, mate. Why not? Right. So that's the end of the first season. It was quite an uneventful one, really, because you know, season before we nearly make the playoffs. The season before that yeah. we got relegated for the top flight, and then the next season is, is a really good season under Mick. What you know, he saw we limped towards a 15th place finish. Do you think just that summer together and got you going for the following season? And did you um was there any like trips away like uh he usually takes to Ireland don't he, Mick Think you used to take him to Ireland?
2: Yeah, we used to go to Ireland, yeah. We used to go to yeah, we just go to Dublin and uh, have a few Guinnesses and play a few games, and that's about it, really. Enough said. Yeah, no, it's just doing. I think that time there was like there was quite a few young kids coming through as well, like Andy Roberts, Dolbs, Kenny Cunningham. So you mentioned John Goodman. Um, mm. uh, it was just, and it was a, a good blend of experience and and youth, and we all sort of got on well. And they say, the, the
0: the football we played sometimes was was unbelievable, mate. We scored some serious goals that season. You got Morley and Goodman; they got twenty-seven goals between them. And Malcolm Allen scored twelve as well. We're like not the number ten, but Notts County 6 0 Brentford six-one, Watford five-two, Bristol City four-one. Peterborough four 0 It was absolutely knocking teams over. It seemed like it was on tele- television loads then as well. Yeah, we used to be on Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, Sunday afternoon. Yeah,
2: May, yeah, we, to, I we we put six past Brentford That was on TV. I think we beat Brentford by six. Yeah, yeah. Just, I just don't, don't know why we just we, we sort of played the system where we had two up front and Mal- Malcolm Allen was just in that little hole just, and we played me and probably Alex Ray and in that, and then Ted Andy May was sort of like a diamond formation. And yeah. we just passed the ball for fun. And we just, yeah, it was outstanding, some of the stuff we played. And yeah. a, for me, as a player, it was the best football I've played ever in my career, as in enjoyment-wise and anything, because it was passing and
0: and we were thrashing teams there. So. Well, let me tell you, you played 51 games that season. You scored eight goals. In total, there was 53 games. You only yeah. missed two games that whole season. One, you didn't play at all, and Paul Stevenson played in, instead. And another one you didn't play, and a guy called Romain Sion played instead. It was the only game he ever played for Mills. You know, you're like, judging by your face, you haven't got a clue no. who he is either.
2: No.
0: I checked it earlier on the Mill stats, I have no idea who he is, but yeah, it's like 51 games, eight goals. That's good. And wasn't, am I right in saying, forgive me if I'm not, because I was young at the time, but I remember you being more of an out and out chalk on your boots, get down the touchline, crosses in winger. But Mick sort of changed that and you sort of got brought in a bit as more of a left side of a diamond. Yeah, we see yeah, we had, we played more of a, a more of a diamond.
2: Not, and we had Dorsey going on and Kenny Camden going on, but we we didn't. We scored a few goals for crosses, but we was just more footballing pass, 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 and mm. get a goal. Yeah, per say I enjoyed it totally because it was totally different from what I've been used to doing. Yeah, um, and we was just playing with a freedom and, and and that's probably what as you say I played fifty one games. That's probably why, towards the end of the season, we started to falter because I would have thought probably most of the team played nearly all those games as well. Well, it, it was probably... Yeah, it wasn't... Yeah, we did have a massive, massive squad. Yeah. Um, and it was, I think that's probably why we, we faltered towards... We missed the playoffs. Did, did we, we made the playoffs No, we, we finished seven. We just
0: missed the playoffs. It's interesting, yeah. fact, actually, you, you said to me, and you might not realise, am I'm been doing a bit of... Um, the psychotherapy. You said Bruce asked you to do things that he you wasn't good at doing. Hmm. You ate you didn't like it. and then you just said that Mick showed you a totally different way to play and you loved it. So that just shows a the reflection of a good manager and a good man manager yeah. to make you yeah. want to try these things. You know what I mean? Yeah, as you as you say, a lot it's a lot, lot with me, football's
2: confidence, like if someone puts an arm around you and gives you a cuddle or gives you a kiss. You feel like a million dollars. Yeah. You've got someone badgering you all the time and going, doing this, that, not doing probably doing that probably um then you don't want to. Can't bother it all. I went to I went to a game. I went to my friend's door. I went to watch Chester play Burgess Hill yesterday. Because and I was watching and these coaches was absolutely battering this fullback. If that had been me, I would have said to God for you. It was absolutely like. The blokes like 50. He's probably never played the game in his life, and his kids about nineteen or twenty, and he's trying to. But yeah, I say you need sometimes you need a cuddle. The people give them. That's how people react. Mm. Some people need a bollocking to get going. Yeah, I was
0: a cuddler. I needed a cuddle sometimes. There's nothing wrong with that, mate. So uh, mm. just, we just mentioned here we scored loads of goals. Uh, Morley and Goodman banging them in. Uh, with big uh, big score lines against Knox Can. It's a big. There's some games in there that really stick in my memory personally, like. The Notts County game, I used to stand on the halfway line at, at Denver. My dad couldn't go that day. I don't know why. So my brother, who's quite a lot older than me, he took me. And in, in the morning, he took me to Welling High Street. And I got my first pair of Puma Kings and then went to the Notts County game. a okay. goal. So that always sticks in my mind, that game. And another one that always sticks in my mind, you haven't got social media. I put it on there yesterday, is the Newcastle game. They come to town and they. I've never seen so many people behind yeah. one in one place because the away fans, predominantly, as you said, it's a horrible place to go. So they'd only, a few of them, it wasn't always big in numbers, was it? So they'd be in the corner. But that day, there must have been five, 6,000 jewelries. Yeah. The noise was unbelievable. I think they were flying high. I think Kevin Keegan was just taking them over That's and trying right. to get, get them yeah. back into the prem. And you go down the wing, you score. I'll let you tell me the rest of the minute. And you run and slide right in front of where I was. I'd never, ever forget it. I was 13 years old. And I, everyone jumps on the fence. And I sort of jumped up on the fence in just hysteria. And my, I just felt a I can get down from behind. It's like my old man went. What are you fucking doing? I'm <laughs> going to ask him in a minute why he did it, but I don't know. But yeah, your goal shot across cross. cross. Uh, it was a cross. Yeah. yeah, right foot. I don't know where
2: it's going with the right foot. This is pot luck in it. Make contact was a good thing.
0: So yeah, it was a cross. It was a cross. You're, you're very honest, mate. Because like, the thing is, I, I thought cross, but when I yeah, watched it the back cross. a few times yesterday, and they didn't really like there was anyone in the middle but
2: yeah, it. That was like, cross.
0: I was knackered. Just get rid of it. Knackered. So, I
2: think it was about two. My left foot, I could do anything with. My right foot was just hope. After those close
0: shaves, it was no real surprise when Millwall went in front. Phil Barber cut inside the box, then caught out the check keeper with his cross. Come shot. So, uh, yeah, it, yeah, it was a cross. I mean, it was a you, you celebrated yeah. in style. When I was the old to slide. Yeah. one off. Yeah, we lost
2: 2 1, didn't we? But they were. They had a quality team. I think Sernaček was in goal. I think actually yeah. Andy Cole was playing. They were, they were, they were ready to go, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. Actually, I think he, I think
0: I'm sure he scored. Actually,
3: this is Paige, the co-host
0: of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box, and if you break it down, it really comes out to two dollars a manicure, which PlushCare Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com
1: slash weightloss.
0: Coffee got a ball knocked into him. He sort of back to goal, rolled the defender and shot it in. It's bad what you remember isn't yeah. it? when you start putting yeah. your mind to it. But um another game which want you took me through and this is you you've been you've covered all areas of London. You played for Palace, you played for Mill Wall, and then of course you score in the big one, the London Derby, against West Ham, 2-1, we win it at a den.
2: Yep, yep. And that was a that was another Sunday game. Yeah. That was on telly and all. I think we I think I think for some reason we played it at 12 and they shed the game at two or something. I don't know why, but I did. They shed the game after. Yeah, it was just yeah, I remember we because they were a good team, like because Clive Allen they had a good team as well. Mark Robson, Kevin Keane, they were good, and we beat them two one, if that's right. And mm. two scored. We got a penalty. Yeah, Memory's quite good for that, and then they got a penalty. Or oh, Clive Allen scored, them, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mum, I was um, a little t- eight yard of tapping. Past Ludo McCloskick. Well, I knew the big
0: keys I was McCloskick. Ludo, Ludo. or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Two up. Well. Good with, Yeah, I uh, think Malcolm Allen has the original shot. Uh, keep the saves, it comes out of you, and you yeah. saw it at the Cobra Brother Lane. It.
2: perfect scuffed it in so it's all but yeah it was, it was, it's it's like not quite a the old derbies because our, our local double palace was brighton well they said the brighton was like 300 miles away so no, it's quite it? nice yeah. yeah yeah it's um yeah it was it was nice to play in these these derbies at the old den where there was a fantastic atmosphere so
0: yeah. it was good yeah another day there was a fantastic atmosphere the final day at the old den Bristol Hmm. Rovers, we lost. I don't think he was involved that day. We lost 3-0 at home to Bristol Rovers. The last ever day of the ground, you know, all the fans were ripping the pitch up and Casey Keller's given us some great stories of that day because he was at the other end when the final whistle went.
2: Yeah.
0: And he cut five. I know he wasn't involved that day, but do you remember it at all, the final day? Don't,
2: no, I don't. No, it's just, I know it was packed, I know it was round, but it it was hard leaving there, but the club had to move forward because everyone was turning to all-seaters and everything. Um, but it's just, I think, when you got to the new ground, you just to, it just lacks the atmosphere, doesn't it? I don't know, for the first... Because it's all new and everyone's sitting down and um, you're a bit further away from people barking in your ear and giving you advice how to play or not to play. So it's just... Um, yeah, it was, just, it was a sad day. But I say football's moved on it's involved since we were playing. So it's,
0: and yeah. everyone's got these old... Nice stadiums now, haven't they, sir? So. You said you know you need a cuddle, you're, you're a confidence player, you need the arm rounder, so with that in mind, you know, making that move to Millwall, did not worry you at all? I mean, you must have, I'm not, you know, not being rude, you must have had, well, I know you had some shit like, from the fans at times, you know what I mean?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know, but it's, it's part and parcel. You know? People say, oh, give me shit. I just say myself, like, I've played, I played for 11 years, I played nearly 400 over 400 games, yeah, and really I couldn't great. have been that shit
0: to be honest. No, I I really you know what? I'll, yeah. be, I'll be really honest with you. Like, I'd say I was a child at the time, so when, but look, I look back over your career, I said to me, oh man, today, like today, you got some really good goals. You ain't played a mm. fucking lot of games to play the amount mm. of games you did for the, t- the two teams you did. You know, I know yeah. you went on after but I'm talking London yeah. based. Really good, mate. Really, yeah, really
2: good. That's, what just, that's what I was just saying. One says, oh, yeah. But yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't have played it. I wouldn't have played it this say I wouldn't have got a contract every other season if I if i had been playing. So mm. I was lucky enough that I never never dreamt of being a player.
0: Just lucky got spotted and made a career out of it, really. So Yeah, you come out of the Northern League, didn't you? So you didn't you mm. didn't do like a, an old school YTS or anything like that? No, nothing. I was just
2: playing played we played two cup ties. I was playing for Aylesbury in and we played two FA Cup ties, one in Barkin and one in Bromley. And they had Palace scouts there and they were just struggling for centre-forwards, which I was. And oh, I, To be awesome. honest, I didn't, I didn't even think I was that. I didn't, you know, and people say uh, I was well, subbing. Well, we was playing one below the conference. I don't, think, I don't even think I was that good, to be honest. So it all happened as a bit of a... I got to training one day at Ellsbr- Ellsbury on a th- uh, Thursday night, and one of the players knew a scout, and he went, Palace is going to come and sign you on Tuesday. And that was it. Following Tuesday wasn't.
0: Sorry, mate, how old was you at this point? Uh 18. Oh, eighteen. So you was out of school, you was working. What were you doing for a job? I, like was that. College. No, it was college. I was doing a PE course at college.
2: Mm. I was getting I was getting four pounds, four pounds a week at Aylesbury. And uh, this boat, so when I told my dad, and he said don't sign the contract. This is on a Tuesday. Went back training on a Thursday at Aylesbury. They offered me eight quid, so I signed the contract and my dad went mad. <laughs> but it wasn't mad. I was getting four quid a week so I got eight quid a week and then the following Tuesday Lord just turned up after training sat in, the office, sat in his office sorted out a deal and I'd signed and that was it £12 pound a week <laughs> £12 pound a week now but that's, 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 that's what's funny about football these days I then had four months of my college left to food mm. so I was training two nights a week Aylesbury, and then playing for Palace in the Championship on a Saturday was you really? yeah
0: it's mad, isn't it? You went straight no, been, into the first team at
2: straight yeah, into no, the first, straight team, straight straight into first, team, first yeah. team. I went up one Friday and I said, You're playing. And that was it. I played on the Saturday. And I, I was training Tuesday and Thursdays in non league and then playing again on the Saturday in the
0: Championship. when wouldn't happen these days. It's mad. because when you said, I didn't think I was that good. Maybe was that was, good. It's funny. I like, always speak to Tony Warner about this. He played for me a like, lot like, later on. And he. When I was a kid, we was a really good side. and We was on like the best team in the country and the pressure we all felt from the parents and going to pro clubs and stuff like that. Whereas Tony Waller just seemed to sort of breeze into it. Maybe, yeah. you know, you say you didn't think he was that good just going to college and all of a sudden you're in. Maybe yeah. that can be the, the approach, you know, the more chilled, laid-back one. Yeah, but as, as a
2: kid, I was good. I knew I was good. I was best-facing the forward and I'd score goals, 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 whatever, whatever team I played in. I was playing men's football, 14, team, scoring goals. And then I went to Watford as a kid on trial and there for two weeks and got released. And I just went back playing back to where I was and playing. But I didn't think there was never one day in my mind where I think I'm, I'm gonna make it as a
0: professional footballer. So yes. I actually sign. I think as well, like we go back to social media as well, like that wasn't a thing then. So now like players can put themselves in the shop window a lot more. You see, you know, strikers from all over or defenders, goalkeepers. They made a good save, saying that goes on Instagram and yeah. Twitter and it goes viral. Yeah. So they're in the shop window a lot more, I suppose. Like you said, you didn't even know there was going to be, you know, c- uh, scouts there that day. No, no, I didn't. Want to I know, did. no. Yeah, I wouldn't have a clue. wouldn't know who was there or not or whatever. So, but that was that's how it was. Mm. So. Oh, blinded, mate. It's fair play. So moving back to me, I walked yeah, here First season at the New there, 93, 94. I was actually, I didn't, I thought you'd left. I knew, I remember you doing the first season in the, um, Denver. He was there in the second season, but we'll get on to that, although he didn't play. The 93-94 season, 38 appearances. um, No goals that season. There's still 38 appearances. We finished third. At this point, this is like you said a minute ago, we had the good blend of young and old. This is when Ben Thatcher, uh, Mark Beard, Andy Roberts had already been in the first team for a bit previously. and Mark Kennedy come through. Um, Kennedy obviously went on for big money. Was he... Have a similar position to you could you see he was a real talent that you take him under yeah, your boots? yeah
2: yeah 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 I forgot about, ben. I forgot about ben. he was even better Ben as well
0: mm. he
2: was like yeah you just think you don't think about the, the, the kids you say the, the, the work. but he was good yeah Ben was Ben was good Ben was Ben would kick people in training like even in training but he was in that case but he's a really nice bloke if you, yeah. if you see I've seen him on a, like a couple of golf days and you think, oh well, wow, you're not the kid that was going to smash people around. And he's so nice, yeah, but well, yeah, it was. It was good. They were saying it was loads of, loads of, so loads of youngsters like Andy, Mark Kennedy. who all come through the system, or I don't know, they came over from Ireland. Did Mark come over from Ireland? Was he was he in the youth team or too short? He was in the youth team.
0: Yeah, he came yeah. from Ireland, but they pulled him yeah. over and he scored low. Yeah, he scored like forty goals in the youth team for us. He was a straight, He was a yeah. centre forward as well, and then got yeah. adapted into a left wing. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, that was um. Yeah, it was it was good. It was it was good. But um, for me personally, it wasn't a good season because I was not I wasn't, I'd done since the season. The first thing I had done my back. I would slipped a disc. So I didn't do much of pre season, and I think we lost the first game in the new den, didn't we? If I'm not mistaken, 4 one. Mm. Yeah, was that South End or something like? Mm, yeah, End,
0: yeah. Ricky, Ricky Otto yeah. saw us a new one that day.
2: Yeah, and then so the following day after that, I think they will me and gave me an epidural my disc are bowls and I've actually played three or four days after that, I think. Um, but missing pre-season, people, people say people hate it, you always struggle then to try and catch up with the rest of the players? Yeah. So it wasn't the best of best of season. I think I had three epic duels that season to get me get me through it, which is don't have that many for child labour, do you? Yeah.
0: So, <laughs> Yeah, so it's, it. people don't know, younger viewers may not know, it's just like an injection. They put it in your spine, yeah, different yeah. ages, don't they? And it makes yeah. you, your bottom half numb, so you can have a baby, or in your case, play 90 yeah. minutes.
2: Yeah, so yeah, mine was virtually, I had a disc bulging out, so it, was on a, so it was on a nerve, so everywhere I was going, it was going to spasm, and they ver- had this thing, the disc open, went, went back in, and I was right as rain. Right, so but, mm. yeah, it wasn't my best, and the only says i never scored a goal in my professional career.
0: So yeah, I said, sorry. It's only season I've never scored a goal. Your only season you never scored a goal. in Your professional yeah. career. Yeah, you, you must have been doing alright You still played thirty-eight games. You still yeah. under Mick. Yeah, with yeah, Ken, yeah. With yeah, Kennedy yeah. and Thatcher both. I know Ben was a left back, but yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. It's, it's always I say because was I don't,
2: don't think we played as attractive football that season as we did the season before. Mm. But we got, I think, because our squad was bigger and we had more. Say you had people like. Mark Beard and he had Kennedys and you had youngsters coming coming through. If we had people, if they needed a rest or people were playing with injuries, could have a rest. So, yeah, it probably gave us a bit more impetus um, than we had the season before where we didn't have the squad. So, as you say, 51 games. Mm. If they played 51 games now, oh, yeah, can't manage 38 often, can they? So <laughs> no, no. no. no um, we,
0: we, we spoke about the young. Now, let's speak, speak about the old. Of course, Terry Urlock returns to the club. Yep. At this point, yep. Pat Vanden Gavin Maguire, yep. and, yeah, Keith, and Keith Stevens. So, let's talk about them. For Firstly, you throw the ball up in the air, 50 foot, and all four of them are in a circle, and he drops. Who's coming out the other side with the ball? Terry. <laughs> all day long. Love it.
2: Yeah. He's such a nice bloke. Give him a football, put a football kit on him. Turns into an animal. <laughs> and we played, I think the, I think one of the first games back, we played Leicester.
0: Yeah.
2: And he got sent off in the first half.
0: That's right, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. But yeah, you just think, you look at him, he's, it's not that you see people, but you see, you see people, like, before, you think, wow, he's, on the pitch, he is really hard. Mm. Off the pitch, he's the nicest person you could ever meet. Yeah.
0: So. Mm. Yeah. He, was really, yeah. he was a really good like You said earlier about Rhino, like he was better than people give him credit for. Yeah, he yeah. Hard yeah. man tape, but he was actually really good, wasn't he?
2: Yeah, he's very skillful. Yeah, yeah. He put himself about but the ball at his feet, he could pass it and go and play for Rangers and whoever Southampton have play for. He, you don't play for them if you're a rubbish player, so
0: mm. um
2: yeah, I forgot about him. Pat Van as well. Yeah, it was quite a tough team, weren't
0: we? Yeah, you, on, you,
1: must,
0: <laughs> you must have some training. We've heard some training ground stories and stuff like that, nights out on Pat. on Pat, Because he was in the public eye as well when he was going out and busy man, Yeah,
2: Smith, yeah. He used to drag her along to the game, yeah. But yeah, he, he came to a few of the, um, up in the bar afters, yeah. Yeah, but he was another nice guy as well. Put him on the football kit. It's like Mark Dennis. If you've never spoken to Mark Dennis, Mark Dennis is just nice as pie. Put him in the football kit. He's just like, it's just, I don't know what it is about Football kits, just
0: terms of mental, so crazy. Uh, <laughs> Two highlights that season. Well, wasn't a highlight, but for for, you know, for fans to get Arsenal to the den it, it, yep. you know was, was a big thing at the time. We lose one 0 in the FA Cup. It was a late goal from a corner, I think. You, yeah, you play that right.
2: night. yeah, it was another injection day.
0: From, yeah,
2: couldn't walk. Couldn't walk on the Thursday. It was a Monday night game, wasn't it? I think it was on the telly or something. Couldn't yeah, walk on the good. Thursday. Had an injection. Bush back, push playing yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, it was good because the, the season before that we played in the League Cup and lost on penalties. That's right. Um, yeah. Unluckily, lost on penalties as well because we battered them at Arsenal, uh, and then we missed all our penalties. In and in it was two legs. And we could, it was one one. Yeah, it was unlucky. It was a 80 minute goal from a corner or something. Yeah, mm. yeah. But it was. Um, but it say, was, it, was, it was it was a good night. But it would have been nice to the old Den because it'd been probably more of an atmosphere, different.
0: Yeah, and then obviously at the end of that season, we make the playoffs. Um, you was involved in the game up at the baseball ground. It would have been in, wouldn't it? I think yeah. we, we lost three 0 didn't we? He's pretty much out of tie early yeah. door. But you wasn't yeah. involved in the return leg at the Den. Why was that? Um, I don't know. I think that's. I think if you look
2: at towards in the, the end of that season, I hadn't played towards. I've been. I wasn't playing. I don't think. I haven't played the last five or six games and all of a sudden Mick put me in for this game. I don't know why. Um yeah no I didn't I just watched the antics in the car park after the game which was quite enjoyable. Yeah I know yeah but yeah we I think we lost yeah, to the two or three night like derby was all over by the time, the time we got there so um yeah we should yeah because it's a shame because we should have, we could have we could have we could have got there I think Mm. But I say it's just um, it was just I don't know I don't know why it was I don't know if we, just, we I don't know I can't put my finger on why we didn't or why we couldn't beat because like over two legs we would have thought we could have beaten anyone really but just mm. maybe froze or Capitulate, um, I don't know. it was the mere way we yeah. capitulated
0: yeah. at a pivotal moment just when yeah. it, just when the dreams there. He gets taken yeah,
2: away. But the thing is this year though about it, you could just sneak in the probably the best way, sneak in the back door. Yeah. You're not many many points off the the playoffs. And that's probably the best way. If if you're like we was so we finished third, so yeah. we was really the third best team in the league. So mm. we was we should have been favorites to go up, and sometimes it doesn't happen that way.
0: No, exactly.
2: Um, I don't think I, I think our form a dip anyway. Sometimes when in these playoff matches and games is the form do you take the form into them? I don't think our form was that good going into them. So um, I think we was really up there and um, we couldn't get caught. But yeah, but say the bat, if your form's good going into it, then you got half a chance of winning them. And mm. I think
0: our form was that good towards the end of end of it all. Yeah, we'll talk about the end of it all, mate. You the, you was at the club for the 94-95 season, but I don't think you played again, if that's right. And that's right. Mick pulled me in and said, I don't know, I don't know whether was,
2: because I was, they were changing over and said... I'm not gonna play you anymore. So I virtually ended up playing the reserves. If there was if there was too there was there was too many players in the reserves, I never played in the reserves either. So I was virtually just I was subbed for reserves a few times. So
0: so, uh, so all right, let's yeah, let's cover that in a bit more detail. So your contract was you said that a year to
2: use a year to go my contract. Yeah. Uh, two
0: uh no, two years to go my contract. Really? Yeah, two years to go on my contract. So me so, I'm sorry, me could give you another three year deal. Yeah, so I, I signed, the last season yeah, of the Den. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So trying
2: to think, yeah, so yeah. I to so it was the longest, longest contract of my life, three years. So we must have been planning the Den. So I signed a three-year deal. Had a season at, um, at the old Den, so two years to go. So obviously, then had the, yeah, the Mark Kendys coming through, and I, he probably didn't think I was going to be playing much. So he said I could go. But nothing happened for a season. Um, so as as I said, because of the trying to bring people through, then I ended up not playing at all because oh. there was no special reserve team. So I was just training five days a week and not playing. Playing so, golf. You know, no, sadly no. but it's, it's difficult if you train, you're just doing I'll go and play it might be reserved for a sub for the reserve team, it's just no good for me.
0: Yeah, I mean, in this day and age as well, like you know, there's a lot more egos in football. They would just tell the manager, I'm fuck, I'm not gonna play for the fucking sniffs, mate, So yeah. you said, you know, you, you you spoke really highly of Mick, but how did, did that put a little a little taste in your mouth about the way you dealt with that? No, because he was he was honest with me to be honest. So yeah. he's going
2: try to find a club, but nothing happened until the end of the season. I went down to Bristol. Um well, but I'll say I will try
0: and get get you out the door on loan or something
2: to help you out. I don't know. Did you I you went to, where'd I go? I didn't know how you gone by then, took too much money off me. I went to Plymouth on loan. Um, but that's another funny one. Peter Shilton was manager. All right. And like, I, I signed for Plymouth on loan, and I'm travelling down on the coach of him, and he asked me what's my best position. Well, I was well, surely you've signed me. I don't know. So you know, I played four games at Plymouth. Um when I came back, I had a few games, I got in the reserve team and played in the reserves and I was sort was of playing left-back and so I was quite enjoying that. Um, mm. but it's Because it's, there's no pressure on you. Course, you can yeah. just do, yeah, you don't, the results don't really matter to be honest. Um, well, not for me anyway because I wasn't going to go playing in the first team anyway. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was just, and that's when I got the move to, to my friend, Mr Jordan down at Bristol. <laughs> How old were you at this point?
0: Um... It was in so uh, 29. Yeah. So, sorry, hang on. So you had two years left to run. You set it out for a year. So what, yeah. what did you just go like, rip me contracts up or did, you, did they buy you or? No, but
2: yeah, Bristol City bought me. I oh, went wow. signed on the free transfer, yeah. Um, it was the last game of the season. I was up in the bar having a beer, to be honest. And uh, someone said, go and see John Gorman. The old was... System manager. Yeah, at to but yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, he said he wants to speak me and he I went and banged on the Bristol City door and I spoke to him and he said, Come and play a couple of reserve team games in of Bristol. So I played a couple of reserve team games out and then they said we're gonna sign you, gave me a two-year contract. Oh so, right,
0: you was Bristol City were playing against Mill then.
2: Yeah, it was the last game of the season, yeah. So not so Someone, I got a message, I think it was Alan McCleary told me because he mm. went down there about two two months after me or a month after me but in the same year back I did and he said oh, John Gorman wants to speak to you um, and that's it I played two reserve accounts and got a two year contract down there and nice. lasted six months oh lasted well, no, well, well, well. the season lasted the season so what are you to these days mate? Um, I've gone to gardening I was working for Wimbledon doing the academy and the football and the community stuff then I moved to Milton Keynes um, and then I was doing some stuff with Dorsey. We had three schools in Croydon was we doing some coaching. And then Dorsey got his job and wife number one went and could have gone to Milton Keynes, but didn't want to. Um and then my mate had this gardening business. I started working with him. Now I've got on my own so not my own business. I do two gardens, I've got one I do three days a week and one two days a week down in Oxted. Oh, so
1: lovely.
2: yeah, so it's quite nice because I've got 45 hours for seven, eight months of a year. So I do like summer's like long days and then the winter down to 24 hours. So I can do it in three days if I want to. So oh, nice. um, it's quite nice year. So so I'm doing that until the other hip goes and then that's it. Retirement, find myself something nicer to do. So, but yeah, it's just, you know, I'm fifty well, 57 this year. Don't realise how many years catch up with you and you think, well, three years time, I'm going to be 60. It's just you it's amazing. Look, you're right, you're not just
0: say you don't look 57.
2: No. No, because I'm 56, really. But you know, it's just the <laughs> healthy life. It's just, I you do you don't really think, you don't realise how much life catches up when you. You get up in the morning, and you think, oh, buddy, I'm a bit stiff. And you're stiff in the places where you shouldn't be stiff, right? When the dead doesn't get stiff, you know what so. I'm
0: not I'm stiff in the places you
2: should be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah, that's the one. what I saying. But yes, yeah, yeah, so I'm just doing that. I play, play golf every
0: Sunday, and that's it, really. So nice. that's
2: my little activity. If you yeah. um, I
0: always ask these questions at the end, if you could pick a standout memory of your time at the club, what would it be?
2: I've got to say, beating Palace three 0 on New Year's Day at Wembley. Here
0: he is. <laughs> I'll say that to cheer everyone up.
2: So yeah, beating them three 0 That's the only time. That's that's my. That's the only time I ever played against them. Uh, I think it was a Boxing Day or New Year's Day or something. We beat them three
0: 0 Yeah, um, yeah. You have a over that kick off the bar.
2: Yeah, yeah. So. But yeah, but it's just how you just think just think about all these the players there, like Dave Mitchell was there as well. I don't remember him, the big centre yeah. four, the Aussies in the it's just so many players that have come through and that that John Calhoun one that's brought me back yeah. a million miles in the past. I've <laughs> forgotten about him so, you know what? Yeah, I've been, interviewed
0: Etienne Vivir, I've interviewed Dave Mitchell, and all, they've all been on. So I was interested to speak think to the ones I haven't spoken to.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah, so it's just we had that period of time where we was getting like all the Yanks I've got Casey over,
0: we've got John Kerr over, say so Bruce Murray. Yeah. Um was like had John, and, John and Casey have both been on, yeah, he's good, good, yeah. good value, both of them, really good. Yeah. What was that like? good. What's Sorry. that? What was that like was the against Palace? Oh,
1: yeah, it
2: was good. We, had, we played him, I missed out in the, we played him in one of the silly cups um, at Palace, I didn't play. That was I was being arrested. Um, so, and uh, we had, I think, remember Lee game we signed in from Brentford, yeah. the left winger, and it was, Casey got sent off and he went in goal. Um, that's, that's, my, that's my memories uh, but yeah oh yeah just, just because they were giving me stick and all the Palace fans behind the goal to get the old 3-0 and we had a corner and I didn't, didn't like that so but yeah it was just it was just nice to play that's um, so the only once I played against them and we beat them so that was a good thing that's a, probably one of the only times I've got, I've got I don't because I didn't do many tackles I could make a 50-50 and 80-20 in someone else's fan. but I remember cutting out John Solarko he went past me and I carted him out. So that's my one of my memories of the game as well. So, yeah, you can write
0: my booking record on a, a piece of toilet paper anyway. So yeah, Brilliant, mate. And finally, if you could go out tomorrow and meet up with three-year-old teammates at Millwall, possibly for a game of golf, which three are you taking? I'm guessing is on the list. Yeah, because I can beat him. So I know that he's definitely on the list. Um,
2: I'd like to see Kenny Cullen again, because he was a good, good, good crack. Yeah. And, you know, I was just like with me. Probably Jamie, Jamie Riley, because I grew up with Jamie. Jamie was a kid down the middle with me, so I grew up with Jamie. and He yeah. was the one good for a story as well. So have you done interview Jamie?
0: Yeah, and Kenny, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: So, yeah. Kenny yeah. was just slightly receiving hair.
0: Yeah, oh, he's gone now, mate. Yeah. Yeah. We had to play that he, out in a two-parter, mate. It lasted, uh, it lasted about three hours, and another hour and a half once I finished filming with him. Well, a guy, I he loved doing, it. What's he doing now? I
2: think he's just counting his money, I think, really. Is it, okay. Got it right out of the game, yeah. didn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I know he's, um, he's doing a bit for the TVO in Ireland or something. So that's right, yeah, that's right. Good. Perfect. Yeah, so, it's yeah, nice. you know, he's, it's, like, I say for me, it was lucky because we had memories and we could go out for beers and we could do stuff and there's things we could do in training and whatever and stories and whatever that um you can't do now and you can't take it away, really. So, and I so say, it's... it's it was the right time to be playing because you could enjoy it yeah. i don't think you can enjoy it
0: too much now, now. so spot on mate well listen it's been an absolute pleasure having you on finally tracked you down really thanks appreciate you your go. time mate thank you okay. i'll go back in hiding now can i for the next 10 years yeah i'll see you i'll call you in 10 years mate yeah see how i think it gets you. on
2: yeah we'll see no problems cheers mate nice thank
0: skill. you thanks mate bye, bye.